0: Hello, listeners. Did you know that HIV treatment has changed over the years? Most HIV pills contain three or four medicines. Today, an HIV pill with just two medicines may help you stay undetectable. Who
1: knew? HIV pills are taken daily, so consider whether a pill with fewer medicines might be right for you. So how many medicines are in your HIV pill? If you don't know, no worries. Your doctor does. Talk to your doctor about two-in-one HIV pill today. Visit www.fewerhivmeds.com to learn more.
0: Brought to you by Vive Healthcare.
2: craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city
0: um
1: podcast starts now okay it does start now but i'm like we were already being so funny i feel like i'm gonna include i'm gonna include like most of that like i'm gonna Include both what we were just saying, and then also before that when we were um, syncing our audio files. I think that'd be really cool.
0: I think that was some of the funniest stuff we've ever done, and I think you absolutely should include it. I think we were clapping on the beat. We our audio is so synced up, and I can tell because that process was smooth as butter, which it was smooth smooth as butter. You know,
1: it is, we say some of our funniest things right before or right after we record.
0: Yes, this podcast is incredible at how we turn on those mics and the funny falls off.
1: We- I had, I I had that uh, thought last night because I was watching tennis. Okay. Um, jock. And uh, they were saying that this one woman, like she feels like she does so well in practices and then she can never get it together to perform well um, in the tournaments. And I was like, on the one hand, relatable. On the other hand, I mean that's kind of when you need to be good.
0: Well, it's kind of like, okay, you chose to be a tennis player. Like,
1: no one's making you be a tennis player. Like, I know, it's just, that's an insane thing to say. And clearly that's like part of her messaging enough so that the announcers know that that's what they should say. Like, she was like, she told her PR, like, (laughs) she told her PR, like, can you get in touch with ESPN and just tell them that, like, I actually do really well in practices? Like, so much so that then as I was watching this, they were like, you know,
0: what's interesting about her is that she does really well in practices, but not so much on the court i mean what a genius rumor to have spread about you because then whenever you're doing badly in the game that's when everyone's watching and you will be like well actually it was really really good yesterday but no one saw
1: it i think it's a really i think in fact from now on when i kind of apply for um you know when i am in the running for let's say a writing job i will send in a packet but then i will also send in a supplement that says you know just so you know like this isn't his best work but like trust me when he's outside of this environment like when he doesn't have to do something for an application or for a job or like in a writer's room he is fucking funny
0: <laughs> to be fair you know i do think if you are a person that is submitting packets and that is your best work you're a psychopath. That's yeah, definitely not where you're supposed to be—the funniest or best version of yourself. Oh no,
1: no, I say if I, whenever um I've gotten a job uh, from a packet, which has been a total of one point five times, um <laughs> I always say, should I quit?
0: Yeah, it's like okay, if I'm getting this job, I'm doing something wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, it's a wake up call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a wake up call, and you have to listen to those moments, and you have to reflect.
1: God, Sam, I'm just having this insane thought that this is like we are reaching a form of um of back and forth that is reminiscent of our early days. What do you think?
0: I think you're totally right. I can't help but notice that the there is no delay for the first time in a while. Uh, both of our mics sound okay. And we can actually have like natural rapport in a way that is, you know, pre-pandem. It's crazy because people don't know. People will listen to our episodes,
1: maybe the ones that are um more strained shall we say the ones that are less natural shall we say and they will say wow they've really lost their um their their natural flow and it's like no imagine me truly trudging through the woods. I mean, that's what this tech is like. I I never hear anything you're saying. You don't hear. We just have to guess based on body language.
0: Here's the thing. We did not go to tech university. We didn't study at tech tech or -uh. any of those things. We are learning that we're self-taught techs forced by the pandemic to learn tech. And I didn't even take the podcasting
1: requirement in my master's degree.
0: I mean, and why would you? I I, it's it's absolutely upsetting that people are making us do tech now. And the fact that we have, you know, taken on that burden and Mm -hmm. managed to thrive uh just shows how powerful we can be when we work together.
1: Tech is one of those things, it's like, you know, in the same way that you learn trigonometry and you're like, when am I ever gonna need this? You know, my parents tried to teach me how to podcast, and I said. This feels so, like, not, this feels very, like, conservative. Like, is this part of church, you know? And then, sure enough, now I'm older, and I don't know how to count or podcast.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, I definitely remember podcasting uh, uh, the segment. Sunday school. Sunday school.
1: Podcasting and, Sunday school. And I
0: was always, you know, joking, joking off in the back, throwing pieces of, of I was micro- jerking off. <laughs>
1: And whenever I would go to podcasting Sunday school, I, they would try to teach us how to, you know, do the levels correctly. I'd be in the back, just pap pap pap. <laughs> okay, well, George, I actually wasn't jerking off; I was joking off. I know I was. I was yes, sanding you and and making it more ridiculous.
0: No, George, you were denying me. You were no butting me, and you were saying no. You weren't joking off. You're jerking your little let me, prick. Let me. First of all, I did not call it little.
1: But yeah. Second of all, I you you at least were were working on um. On a different scale, which is joking, which actually is useful in a podcast.
0: I was not even doing that. Well, you know, jerking off is a useful skill as well. That's and, true. Uh, you know, it's not like you're going to stop anytime soon. Got him. No, I have stopped. I only <laughs> did it. I only did it when I was
1: younger. Oh, well, congrats on that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's deeply immoral.
0: Oh, sure. Well, it's it's and it's bad for you.
1: Yeah, no, it's bad for your um, uh, skin.
0: Yeah, and I you are glowing.
1: Yeah, I know. It's because I haven't, um, it's because I am a virgin and I've never masturbated.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're furious and you're so tense, but your skin is glowing.
1: Uh, Yeah, well, that's actually, it's funny, your skin, it's good for your skin, but you are constantly tense and furious. It's that tightness. It's the tightness in your face, transla- or the tightness inside of you translates to a tightness in the face.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know that thing where people are like, it actually uses more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Mm. Uh, that's kind of what it is to be um, deeply horny all the time. It's, yeah. it's even more muscles to do that. And and that's good because that means you're you're staying tight. Okay, wow so that's science for today that's the science corner should we bring in our guest yes she is a scientist (laughs) specializing in all things science please give it up did you have another riff george i mean you know i mean not anymore Well, I could see it in your eyes. There's still time. We can even edit around, make it sound
1: natural. No, I listen, I'm really proud of myself that I thought of the joke that she's a scientist. Like, I think that was so kind of, like, in tune with what we were saying, and I feel like it's funny to introduce someone as a scientist. Um, You know, especially a woman, I'll say it. It's good for representation. Um, So,
0: yeah, I thought I was being both funny and social justice. George, you can't think it's funny that it's a woman scientist and have that be social justice. No, 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 no. (laughs) I think
1: it's I think it's um, funny because she's not a scientist, but it's social justice because I'm implying, yes, yeah, she could be.
0: <laughs> George, you are in a damn trap. I have I'm got not, you right it, where I
1: want you. I know you're, you're literally, igno- <laughs> everything I'm saying is I'm like making a perfect joke and social commentary. It's so rare <laughs> that that happens. I mean, the only other person I know who does that is Trevor Noah on the daily show. <laughs> and yet you're pretending that I'm like, you know, uh, digging a hole for myself or something when in fact
0: this is good people are going to play this part of the podcast back over and over on twitter.com and say um a supposed ally to women george uh proves that he is a gay misogynist just like the rest of them oh god i'm not gay <laughs> <laughs> um and with that let's bring in our guest um the scientist uh anna fabrega Oh wow, Anna, That already the self
1: love you're displaying in not saying hello but cheering for yourself
0: <laughs> to be introduced <laughs> I was, to I be was introduced.
2: Scientist in the room.
0: Oh, <laughs> so oh. I okay. So so.
2: Them in here. Woo!
0: Oh,
1: I see. So you are clapping, if anything, for me because I was the one who thought of the joke that you're a scientist.
2: Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. I was intring, uh pretending, you know, there's an audience here, as there will be at home. And I don't know. I was under the impression that there was a, a, a live audience component.
0: Right. Right. I can see how you got that. Um, you know, people, well, people are known to sort of sit around and listen to our podcast in groups. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and we did, you know, in all fairness, in our email to you, we said, would you like to do our stadium tour
2: mm-hmm. and you
1: said yes and then you were very surprised when we sent you a zoom link
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you know sometimes you have to kind of oversell something so someone will say yes
2: yeah but even if i had known it was a, a zoom link all along i would have said yes oh wow, wow. wow. That's good. yeah because you guys are my friends
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow anna how are you doing today
2: um today in particular um i'm okay um i i've had trouble sleeping this week and waking up today was no uh easier than it was yesterday or the day before um you
0: got a big test coming up
2: yeah i was up late cramming last night and oh my this morning, god i just kind of wanted to run through my flashcards before walking into class but uh how do you think you up- did I feel okay. If I do two year better, I'll be happy.
0: (laughs) I can't
1: believe we're going to be seniors next year.
2: I know. I know. It's been a long eight years here, but Mm -hmm. here we go.
0: Here we go. Go Wildcats. Here we go.
2: Yeah, and um, and then I had therapy, which I usually do right after school, you know. Um, (laughs) I had therapy. And then was, you know, just thinking about my fucked up life. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, that's so true.
2: Then went for a walk, and then I read, I made lunch, um, and just tried kind of all day to sort of distance myself from what I was thinking about from therapy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that happens. That'll happen. You know, I have to say, I've... I, as someone who for the past two years has had therapy in the mornings, it's like, what am I doing? Like, why would you want to start your day off that way?
2: I think it's good because you kind of like get it over with. But when I, you know, when you have those sessions that are like really heavy, that are like, I don't know, that that you know, if you start thinking about it too much, it'll be too hard. Yeah. You know, it was one of those days where I've just kind of been on day trying to like, okay, I'll kind of deal with this later. I don't really have the bandwidth for it right now.
1: Well, thank so, God yeah, you're on a podcast. Good
2: luck making that funny on the podcast. <laughs> the tougher
0: uh, no, no. We can definitely edit that. That's going to sound yeah. really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Anna,
2: a bunch um, of air horns to it.
1: <laughs> so I think this will actually really help. What did you talk about in therapy but make it funny? <laughs> yeah, that's always a really yeah. good thing. It's our classic segment. What did you talk about in therapy this week and <laughs> make it funny? <laughs> Sam, it's been so long since we introduced a new segment.
0: That's true. We well, you you know, just did. We just yeah. did, baby. Wow.
2: <sighs> you do know, new segment anytime.
1: Anna, if you could dream up a segment for our podcast, what would it be?
2: Whoopsie do.
1: Oh my
0: God, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And, and we talk about talk- mistakes. Or... Real
2: life. Get this real life bloopers.
0: Oh, my God. You are oh. being bad.
2: Whoopsie.
1: <laughs> okay, America's Funniest Home Videos, but it's like it's not on video. It just happened. Yeah. So we're just kind of talking about it.
2: America's Funniest
1: Conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, maybe a new podcast title.
2: whoopsie yeah. do.
1: Um Whoopsie-doo colon America's Funniest Conversation. Yeah. We should rename our podcast that.
0: I think that's that's really catchy. Kind of fun. Yeah. Now,
2: can I ask... Um, I, I just realized that I, I'm reflecting on the scientist intro that the podcast is called Straight Lab. Radio um, Lab. Stradio Lab, sorry. Um, That's okay. But I yeah, play on Radio Lab. I know, but uh, what is the lab portion?
1: So the lab portion is that it in each episode we investigate a different um, element of straight culture. So it started in our initial pitch for the big wigs. Mm -hmm. Um, we were like, imagine us as being like anthropologists meets like radio storytellers and we're, and we're taking something like fraternities and like getting to the bottom of it. So that's how it started. I mean, in practice, what happens is we usually talk kind of like this for
0: close to an hour and then at the very end we're like what's the topic <laughs> you know it, it happened naturally and this is actually a really good um this it kind of brings us back to our first segment um from the lost episodes mm. called do we like our title um, oh yeah and mm-hmm. I, I would agree with you that this podcast is extremely misleading. It's, it's not really scientific. It's not even that much about straight culture. No. Um, and, if anything, it's about gay culture. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I said, and we, we, but that's our sister podcast, Gaydio Lab, Lab, which is actually uh-huh. weirdly about all things straight.
1: Uh-huh. Um, it's crazy.
0: It's confusing. But I do feel, you know, Anna, if you could pitch sort of a, a new title, we'd absolutely be open to hearing it. Um, because, you know, th- this podcast is always growing and changing.
2: Um. Okay, how about George and Sam?
1: <laughs> okay, already I'm like, that makes sense.
0: That makes yeah. sense, but it, it definitely, that title erases the fact that there is a guest, and I think that the guests will get really upset.
2: George and Sam and dot dot dot. Stay tuned to find out.
0: <laughs> wow you can put
2: stay tuned to find out right in the title <laughs>
0: that is so true that's really good <laughs> so uh Anna, i as a as a guest when you heard the name were you scared of coming on were you hey i'm not ready to talk science or or hey i don't yeah. want to talk straight I, I, or
1: yeah as a woman didn't... of guest experience how does that make <laughs> you feel
2: i felt like i wasn't an expert in any of those categories in the straight part in the lab part in the podcast part in the guest part so i thought i don't i don't want to put myself in a situation where i'm you know faking it
1: yeah well you're the first person we've had that isn't a professional guest (laughs) and we it was part of the risk well you know it's it is a risk you know um And we'll see how it goes. But I do think that one of the criticisms we got is that the the podcast feels very elitist because we only have professional guests on. So we thought, why not open it up to the community and just have anyone on?
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Should we do our... Not to sound like totally a podcast or whatever. Wait, are we
1: are we like not letting Anna speak? Anna don't answer this. This is between Sam and me.
0: Um, <laughs> um, I think we are letting Anna speak. I think one thing we are doing that's kind of weird is we're kind of giving Anna prompts that feel extremely like prompty. Yeah. Where she has to like come up with like a quick answer. Anna, please don't put your input in right now. Yeah, um, no, it's not, this is not about you, but so, um,
1: should we maybe when we bring her back in, like just try to act more natural.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I was I wasn't trying to be unnatural. I feel like I was being normal. I just feel Yeah, like... well no one's trying
1: to be unnatural. I'm just saying how's it coming across.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. I'll be Okay, normal. fine, okay.
1: We'll bring Anna back in and just be natural. Okay.
0: Please Okay, okay, this will this is us being normal. Please okay. give it up for comedian Anna Fabrega.
1: Anna, I love you and Los Spookies.
2: <laughs> oh thank you so much, George.
1: Okay, what was it? Like? Is that character based on you?
2: <laughs> Is it based on me? Like how did you draw
1: like from your life when you were like writing that character?
2: Um, I feel like it, it's a lot of different things that That's I've always so been That's so funny. Drawing. Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> yeah. I
1: totally get that.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's just a bunch of different stuff, you know, a lot of my favorite pop culture references were crammed in there. A lot I love of pop stage. culture. Um yeah, I just you know feel a, a big connection to sort of the the bumbling idiot. You know what I mean?
1: Wow. Well, George, hey, catch yeah. Losers Spookies on Thursdays yeah. on CBS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, George, can we talk? I I feel like you were really interrupting Anna a lot right there. well i mean
1: i just (sighs) listen she's here to promote her show and i'm asking
0: about her show okay but she's literally not here to promote her show like we just asked her to be on the podcast just like no the the 15th season is premiering (laughs) last tuesday (laughs) i thought you said it was thursdays on cbs well it's
1: reruns
0: (laughs) Uh, okay when we bring her back in can we please be normal okay you can
1: take it from here we'll bring it back in and then you can be normal i tried
0: Okay, please give it up for human person. <laughs> Funny. Anna Fabrega. Woo! So, Anna.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm leaving your... room for footsteps.
0: <laughs> pitter, patter, pitter, patter, pitter, patter. <laughs> you know, you're growing up. What led you to comedy?
2: The big red curtain. The brick wall. Yes. The drink tickets.
0: Yes.
2: The smelly mics. Yes. Wow. I wanted it. I knew I had to get it. So I went out and I took it.
1: (laughs) Wow, Sam, you were better at that than I was. You really got kind of to the core truth of what it means to be human,
2: the meat of it.
1: The meat of it.
2: He got yeah. the meat of it.
0: When I have got that drink ticket in my hand mm. and those thoughts in my head, mm. I'm a god up there. Nothing can stop me from
1: telling my truth. I always go up holding my drink ticket and I look at the audience and I, I wave the ticket around and I say, None of you can take this away from me.
2: No matter how well or not I do, no one can take this from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you that know is I actually
2: feel like I do some of my best material right before and right after I perform they you know they
1: sent your rep sent us that yeah. as part of your bio
2: yeah well, as soon as soon as I get up there, it's kind of like I wish. Everyone knew, like, oh, just so you know, a minute ago, everyone was cracking the fuck up behind the. Yeah. Set, behind no, back I seat. always
1: say, and people love that because yeah. that yeah. gets them in the mood. They're like, well, if someone else already cracked up, maybe I can crack yeah. up. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, you know there are, you know, I do feel like there's like a genre of comedian that this is real for, where it's like they think yeah. they're like it they're really. <laughs> they like cr- crush at mics or whatever when it's like them and their boys and then they'll go do a show and totally eat it all the time and people are like no but he's really good i saw him yeah. at the mic
2: yeah it just yeah. happens and people that are really funny that you know not even just at mics but just in general are very funny and then they go up and you're like oh damn why doesn't it translate
1: yeah sometimes i'll meet someone who's funny and they're not even a comedian
2: Yeah. I mean, every now and then I run into that and I'm always like, you gotta go to a mic. I just glaze over. I'm like, you gotta go to a mic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I, when I meet, you know, maybe it's a friend, significant other at a party or maybe it's at, you know, in a park, someone will say something, someone will say something, even the least bit, you know, maybe I'll have a chuckle. I immediately get into the zone of like, want to come with me to this mic? I'm going right after. (laughs) Well, Anna, I think it's time for our first real segment.
2: And
0: this segment's real. This one's not fake. Yeah, yeah. Not like That's someone Don't
2: want to segment. believe, but
0: okay. <laughs> um, so this segment is called Straight Shooters. George, do you want to explain that you're so good at it? In I this fuck segment, it. I'll take it from here. In this
1: segment, we try to gauge our guests' familiarity with straight culture by giving them a series of rapid-fire kind of A or B questions. We're going to just sort two ideas at you and you just have to pick one. And the one rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions about how it works. Okay. You passed. <laughs> Anna,
0: broccoli or cauliflower? Broccoli. Anna, RoboCop or Biocop?
2: Biocop.
0: Mm. Authentic Italian
1: food? or inauthentic Thai food?
2: Inauthentic Thai food.
0: Anna, coming out of the closet or coming into money through a mysterious relative?
2: Coming into money through a mysterious relative.
0: Anna,
1: being judgmental about other people smoking weed and being kind of on a high horse, or being pro-weed but like, not realizing you actually do have a problem?
2: Being pro- weed and not realizing you have a
0: problem, Anna. The auto industry or the auto erotic industry, such as fleshlights and etc. The
2: auto industry.
0: Whole wheat or whole pick.
2: Whole wheat.
0: I'm out wow. of wow. Wow, incredible. Um. So, Anna, we um one. Wow, know, you're
1: short-circuiting.
0: Shut up. No, I'm not. I'm being normal. I'm being normal. I'm being normal. Anna, I would love to know sort of your thought process behind picking those answers.
2: You know, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to pick uh, what I identified with, what I didn't like, what I did like because there were no follow-up questions. Yeah, so no one knows one what it's supposed to be. Answer. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: okay i love that and now we give you a score um of one to one thousand doves um i have to say you know
1: sam we didn't give our last guest a score and i felt very liberated by that i said why be um limited by numbers okay i guess we can just drop giving people a score what if we give a score but it's not based on numbers
0: it's based on vibes okay well i mean vibes is so binary it's either good or bad. No. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Vibes can be anything. What if we rated Anna based on what color her aura was? Mm, okay, okay. I'm getting a um a very regal maroon. I was getting sort of a burnt orange. Oh, okay. So it's in the vicinity of red orange. Yeah. What do you think about that, Anna? Is
2: that is that good? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or it's <sighs> anybody's guess yeah okay well I'm sorry I asked <laughs> 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 none Anna? of my business do you guys want to judge I'm sorry no. I'm Anna, Anna do you believe
1: back. in things like auras or astrology or things like that
2: Um, I do I don't know much about them but if someone that knows about astrology starts talking to me about it I am eating it up but I don't <laughs> remember any of it <laughs> me
1: neither. I have somewhere on my phone. I have a screenshot of when I looked up what my rising and moon and sun sign were, yeah. and it was. It the photo is maybe from two thousand seventeen. And every time someone asks me what they are, I have to try to find it in my phone.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm similar. But I don't know, I know anything mine. about it. You you do. What are you? I,
2: I know a lot of my like a lot of basic things what confuses me though is the different systems for the house signs and in certain forms like whole sign houses like shift some of my placements and so then i'm like am i are these things in the third house are they in the fourth house Because they change depending on what system i use
1: i don't even know what houses are i i didn't know that was an option
2: oh yeah because you have you know your you know how chart looks like the circle yeah right so you have the um the sign that it's in and then the house that it's in and oh. the house has i mean a big influence on what uh how that aspect is sort of plays out in your chart
0: oh my god see the once again location 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 yeah, location. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> i hope my yeah. houses are lakeside
2: yeah <laughs> same i
0: hope mine's in manhattan oh you bitch
2: interesting
1: um, whenever someone talks about astrology i'm like can you tell me how i'm gonna die and they never yeah, can
2: yeah i'm just like okay let's you know i love astrology memes me too but i the one the signs that i don't know too much about i just kind of skip over those but then i go to like the i'm a leo son i go to the leo ones and i'm like ha so true and then yeah I go to the same.
1: yeah i do it for i'm a cancer and then i know about scorpios because they're like evil yeah. and then i know about i think those are the only two i know about
0: I think I know about Aquarius because they're a little psycho. Maybe wait, are they my boyfriend's an Aquarius? So is mine.
2: (gasps) Not necessarily. (laughs) I don't know enough to explain why, but I just know it's not. No, I think. I mean, I mean, people say that about Gemini. The Geminis are crazy, but I'm like, my girlfriend's a Gemini. She's not crazy. I'm a Gemini
1: rising. Anna, you're I. I really hope that you have the right answer. to This you're still dating the person yeah. you've been dating okay good yeah <laughs> i hope that you have the right answer to no listen. just
2: cause, well, I,
1: I just mean like what yeah, if i was like we, i hope you're still dating nula right and you were like no we broke up years ago and i haven't heard dead. from
2: her <laughs> yeah. no she's dead and i am <laughs> still getting away with it so let's not fuck that up for me
0: <laughs> i whenever i talk to like old friends and it's like i hate to be like wait what do you do like i know like you were my best friend for like eight years but like what is your deal with it i know
2: because a lot of people have jobs that you're just like okay wait what like oh i'm a integrated account manager and you're like what the fuck is that
0: yeah i do think sam you were like that with me for most of our early friendship (laughs) (laughs) yeah with george i definitely was like that with you and honestly i well, I like, since
1: I've lived in New York, have had the same day job, which is that I work as a researcher at a journalism research center.
0: And oh, I wow. hear that and I just go like, it's ah! like, it is like
1: <laughs> a difficult one to it's like, it, there is too many words, like it's too many words. But the reason I brought up Nula is because sorry to once again, dox her, but um, <laughs> a fun fact about Nula, which Sam, I don't know if you know, is that I knew her before Anna did. And she is this weird tie to my like it's such a specific part of my life because Nula is my ex's cousin's friend. What? I know. <laughs> and we like knew each other in Boston when I lived in Boston. Is she from Boston? She's, she does uh, from like
2: outside of Boston. Yeah.
1: Yeah. From Cambridge or like, yeah, mm-hmm. s- somewhere outside of that. Um, or no, not from Cambridge, but yeah, she's from Massachusetts. Anyway, um, I don't know where I was going with this, but I'm glad you're still together. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, when when early on when we were seeing each other and we went to who there was someone's birthday. I think it was Angelo's birthday.
1: Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I went and you were there and I was with her and and after she was like, Oh, he like she said something that made it clear that she knew you and I was like, Wait, you know George? Have you known George? And she's like, Oh, from, you know, Boston, whatever but she said that you um, when I had my back turned to you, that you looked at her and pointed at me like...
1: Oh, you know? uh, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then she was like, yeah. I knew. Oh, good. I you was know? like, I, were, was like, I thought I, from the
1: beginning you,
0: I, I knew it was a good match. <laughs> yeah. I, George, I also like that you were surprised that you were approving. You're like, oh, good. I'm glad I did that. No, I, was yeah. not, I distinctly remember... <laughs> and it's
1: actually weird because in my memory... I thought at least that I had already had a conversation with him, but maybe not maybe that was when I realized
2: Can oh I love video? that for me yeah sorry I'll... go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> no
0: no 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 I'm sorry I, I should have I should have directed that better and you were talking the same so we time cut? should we cut should we take a really quick breather okay cut okay cut oh my god bah! Bah! Ooh, this is so bah!
1: exhausting <laughs>
2: Oh my
0: God.
2: There's killing me.
0: No, everything everything <laughs> we're saying sounds See, so like, stupid.
2: Can I tell you guys something that I think is so funny? Um, it's really stupid because it's something I thought of and I'm like, ha, this is so funny. <laughs> but but to be in the job interview, I was I saw Lorelai and Amy with Nula like a few days ago and we we're talking about like work and jobs, I don't know what and about interviews and um and when they ask you questions that are those sort of like generic like what are your strengths what are your weaknesses kinds of things that even though most people kind of have like a script for them that sometimes you sort of blank um in the in the moment and i told them i was like when that happens you should say you know they ask you to say like what are some of your strengths well i think i'm i'm sorry do you hear that you <laughs> covering your ears? I guess you're So, in this
0: scenario, what are you hearing?
2: Yeah, yeah no, I just you make it up. You make, you it, make up. it up. They're not answering you're like because you
1: can't think of the answer you can't think of the answer so rather than answering the question you're like oh yeah my strengths are oh my god oh my god what is that ah can you hear that
2: <laughs> and then you cover
1: your ears in pain wait that I love that <sighs> what if like at this stage in your life suddenly you had to do a job interview where they asked you what your strengths and weaknesses I would, are I would kill myself I would
2: kill Myself. I knew I was applying to a job and was like, Oh my god, I have to write a cover letter. And I thought it and I like, had flashbacks to writing cover letters and I was like, Oh my god, that's the worst thing in the world.
0: It's degrading. It's sad. I mean everything that we like having a podcast is degrading, but that's degrading.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> writing a cover letter, it just feels like such a a dated and like generic sort of thing that like so many companies do, no matter what you're doing, even though it's completely irrelevant. Uh, you know, some of the answers to those generic questions or the cover letter, it's just like, oh, that sucks. Why haven't we sort of, like, evolved past I know. Well, and also
1: it's all a charade. Like, no one actually reads those cover letters. The person that's going to get hired is, like, the boss's niece that just graduated from NYU. Yeah
2: she's actually really
1: fun, by the way. Yeah, I actually really like her. And, you know, people say that, like, she only gets things because of her uncle. But, like, she's she really hard. cool.
2: And honestly, yeah. she's
0: funny. She,
2: she is funny. And she's, like, really, hard. like,
0: like she's she works hard and she knows everyone. Like, she's just as nice. Like, yeah. like, it's not her fault that people, like, naturally like it's her. It's
1: yeah. not. Yeah, like, she yes, she's 22, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think she's really cool. She created her own major called um Integrity.
0: <gasps> which was, is uh, so smart. NYU, yeah.
1: um, the one where you create your own major. Gall- Gall- Gallatin? Oh, I was like Gilligan,
0: Galligan. wrong. Yeah, I,
1: NYU Gilligan. <laughs> Gilligan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we really like her. We really like her here she's at the She's been a guest on this podcast many times.
2: I've you heard know, all I've to her talk over and over because she's insightful in a way that I feel like most 22-year-olds aren't. It's like she's living yeah. a thousand lives. It's I almost agree. like she's a cat, really. I think you could say that she's very much like a cat, you know, on account of all the lives.
1: yeah yeah no uh, she is um biologically speaking she's a feline
2: on on account of the lives on
1: the the lives and also just the fact that she is a cat
0: oh right right right
1: anyway i'm really sorry she took that she got that job and nula didn't
2: it's okay it's okay nula doesn't know shit about the pharmaceutical industry anyways
0: Um, well, uh, should we stop taking our podcast break? I feel so well rested. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Action. <laughs> Action. Okay. So, we so were, Anna, we, were we... into how it felt to be a woman in comedy in 2020. Please, uh, elaborate.
2: Oh, my God. First of all, no one has ever asked me that. So, thank you. <laughs> Being a woman in comedy, especially in 2020, is an honor and a privilege. Because you get to sit at home and watch people spiral making videos all day, wondering, I hope they're okay. <laughs> it is an honor to step back and just watch for, for once in my life instead of having to go, you know, like a little dog in a dog show every night, hoping you get the ribbon from the audience, you know. And especially, I mean, especially as a woman, because we're brought up to like, first of all, no backpacks, even though where the hell am I <laughs> supposed to put my shit? And, yes. and we're and we're freezing because our skirts are well above our knees, <laughs> and we're just and but we're smiling because God forbid that we frown, you know. It's just been so insane, especially because like. I wanna get back to normal. I'm like, yes. I'm 2019 like, is looking pretty good right about now. And when you're especially a woman in 2020, it's like, can things get any weirder? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I feel like this everyday, I'm pushing a boulder up a hill only to have it push me down and I'm sick and tired of waiting and I just want my results already.
0: Yeah, where
1: are the results?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Anna, you know we still have to grade those tests. They'll, I'm sure yeah. they'll be here. Uh,
1: <laughs> wow, Anna, that was a really weird valedictorian speech. <laughs>
2: yeah. I gave my my uh, class. Uh, what what is it called? Yeah, valedictorian speech.
1: I gave, gave... the class the one where they say w- the, a woman can give that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just led a big we will rock you with clapping on the beat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. There actually was um when when my sister graduated and I went to her graduation ceremony, gra- graduated high school, um, there was a girl who gave like a speech and she did a rap. Um and I'll never forget that she rapped.
1: <laughs> I mean, I already feel like I will never forget you telling me that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry if you see my arm swinging. I'm just trying to get my watch to think I'm getting steps in.
0: <laughs> um, Misha told me that at his college graduation, that's the person that gave the valedictorian speech saying born this way.
2: Wow. Oh my Acapella? god. He graduated from
1: <laughs>
0: Acapella. the
2: from the, um minutes and 30 seconds long <laughs> <laughs>
1: from chromatica university
2: <laughs> well, he literally it's
0: so funny he went to RISD, and it's like you're thinking like these cool art people are gonna like be like so over it and they're like no we're singing born this way at our damn there graduation is? in earnest in complete wow. earnest
2: that's really funny huh. also yeah amazing. it's a wow. what i thought that song was kind of new
0: it, it, I think it was brand new at the time.
2: Yeah, okay. Because like, I was like, wait, is Misha 22? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, you
1: 22. think Born This Way? <laughs> Born This Way was literally like 10 years ago. Was it really? Yeah.
2: I thought it was like five years ago. It no, came out no. in
0: 2010
1: or 11. Yeah, it was 10 or 11 because it was that uh, oh. academic year. Yeah, oh, it was you know. back when, um you know...
2: When guys it, to be guys back-
0: and
1: girls to be girls, exactly. exactly. Thank <laughs> you.
0: You could just say whatever you wanted. No, none of this PC bullshit. Yeah, there was none of this. Oh, he pronouns.
1: You know yeah. who? Who's gonna change this time?
0: Yeah. No. And 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 shorts were long then. And yes. shorts were yes. long because that's what men wear. I mean, that's I'm, I'm going right. no crazy. That's what guys do. And 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 so what if we want a damn man cave? That's where we watch the fucking game. I, I I'm going crazy.
2: I have a man cave.
0: Oh, is that true?
2: Yeah. Yeah, in my my bedroom I turned it into a man cave.
1: That's Dude. so sick.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Girls in bikinis, my favorite pro sports teams, jerseys up, big uh eighty inch plasma screen TV.
0: Uh, I mean, the thing is, honestly, Anna, if you if we, we went into your bedroom and there were posters of like girls in sports bikinis everywhere, that would be the funniest thing on earth. I, I would love that dying. so much.
1: And, it <laughs> and like, then we like talk to Nula and Nula's is like, well, that's what she
0: likes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like it she would kind like, of be gay, genius. Blonde, big boobs with like a Lakers <laughs> logo on the bikini bottom. And I'm like, yeah, I love the Lakers and I think she's beautiful.
1: Wait, I do like. Yeah, I love when you know when sometimes the word beautiful can be more offensive than like, than like the word you know hot chick or something where you're like yeah she's a fucking beautiful girl.
2: She's beautiful, you know. I actually I was thinking about that kind of stuff because I I've been watching Sex in the City um very slowly in quarantine because I've never hmm. seen all of it, and oh, it just wow. seems like the right time to, to watch it. Yeah, well,
1: you have to watch it slowly, because it really takes a while to get all the references, and get all the jokes, yeah. and get yeah. all the... Yeah, it's, but... a dense, it's a dense text. It's a dense text.
2: Yeah, but I just watched the episode where, I think it's in season three, near the end of season three, when they go to Los Angeles, and they go to Hugh Hefner's mansion. Yep. And I was thinking about like that whole world, and I was like, oh yeah, he died not too long ago, and people were like, he was a man of class. And yeah. just being like, oh, wait, what? Why did people say yeah. that kid? This is his whole thing. <laughs> yeah, beautiful blonde girl, big boobs, surrounding me.
1: It is like, it's like, beautiful. it's like, not only is it, because people are always like, oh, it's okay for men to be sluts, but not women. Like, that's its own thing. But not just that, but taking it a step
0: further and being like, this is a sign of
1: sophistication.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. And I, It
0: was like a... Part of me wants to be like, like when it started, there was like context where it was like sexual liberation was like new and it was like against something. But then it like, he clearly was just like, okay, well now I'm just horny and want like weird like sex objects around me. Like this isn't chill anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But when I was watching Texas City, I was like, I wonder if when they filmed this, people were like, oh my God, it's so cool. You have on it. Or if people were like, "Oh, why is Hugh Hefner on
0: this?" Well, I mean, the PR behind Hugh Hefner is, for some reason, was so good all the time.
2: Yeah, like it,
0: it did not, it didn't need to be, and people were truly like anything was like that's cool. They got him, like they got Hugh. Well, it's the it's mm-hmm. the high low thing because
1: Playboy would also publish like you know, there's a famous Playboy interview with like Jimmy Carter. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like it would also publish like like a lot of good writers wrote for it. And then it would have like the playboy interview was like a big deal. And I mean, even now, um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you it's do still one, around,
2: right?
1: No, it is still around. And in fact, now it's under a new. Now they're trying to like woke it up. And like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you do think like, who is this for? Like, there was a thing where like Ezra Miller was kind of like dressed up as a playboy bunny. And it was kind of like, Oh, like a new era of play when you're like, well, that's cool. But then are you then going to replace the existing audience with a new audience? Or are you counting on the horny men being like, I really like this thoughtful non-binary actor.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, also just if, if they're trying to change their image, um, you know, to be like more woke, it's still at the end of the day, like who's running that company. It's, you know, Probably straight white men. And no, it's
1: that girl who's a cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. that
2: That's the cool job Peter before. God, yeah. She applied
1: for that job and she they got it. i ran in
2: the chair like she got it.
1: <laughs> um wait And then she posted she posted when she got it, she was like excited for a new era and now it's gonna be badass and feminist.
2: Wait, is she really the CEO or like really runs it? Who? The cat woman. <laughs> I thought you were joking, but then I'm
1: like, wait. I'm so confused. confused. There is (laughs) no catwoman.
2: Yes, there is. The one who had like implants done in Whisper's
1: Oh her.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, the
1: woman who's a catwoman is not now the CEO of Playboy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: Oh my god! I mean, I wish. I think she deserves. Wait, I remember it. when like those that was
1: such a story? It was like the woman that looks like a cat, and then the human Kendall. Wait, uh, oh, yeah, I
2: remember human Kendall.
1: Oh yeah, it's this guy that has that got a lot of surgery and like looks like a human Kendall.
0: There was also the human Barbie that she got a lot of surgery to look like Barbie. Uh-huh.
2: Oh
1: well. Well, that's good though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think we should bring in our topic now that we're 50 minutes in. Oh yeah, Wait. it's
1: about that time.
0: Anna, do you want d- to tell us, tell us the topic and how you came to it?
2: Uh, the topic is wearing pajamas out to run errands. And it's based on real life, just seeing it a lot. And it's, when, when you see it, it's, there's no doubt it's a, it's a, it's a straight person.
1: That's, this is one of those topics that's based on real events.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like some of the best films.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and not they to mention uh, TV All shows. I'm thinking a beautiful mind.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this is such a straight thing. I think about this a lot because I wish I, – I've literally thought about pajama pants outside as like a goal where I've been like one day I hope that I can wear them outside. Like I think that would – if I'm at a place mentally where I'm comfortable wearing pajama pants outside, I feel like I'm extremely confident. I'm comfortable with myself and I've kind of made it in a mental health way
2: is that how you feel when you see straight people wearing pajamas to bodega like oh they're so confident they've made it their mental Sam, health do you place. think i
1: wish i was like this
0: uh-huh. i kind of yeah i i see it and i think look at like they 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 are comfortable within their own skin and they're not trying to prove anything to anyone
2: and they don't care what anyone thinks
0: and they don't care what anyone thinks
2: mm-hmm.
1: god
0: Meanwhile, I love I'm, those people. I'm putting on a fur to go to the bodega. Yeah. I'm saying, "Oh, is this too too much? Oh, oh, do these n- earrings match my fur? I, it's absurd."
1: Sam yeah. has fur earrings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny thing because I like you know I've run out. And I feel like in the winter I'll do it because I have a coat on and you can't see that I'm wearing like a pajama shirt or something like that. But there's something specifically about pajama pants when they're rolled at the waist.
0: Mm, like, yes. No, I know exactly what you're
2: t- public, Is like, wow, you're, how can you do that?
1: Well, it's also such a college thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even found it weird in college, but like it is a thing that I feel people will do in college where they will like go to class in pajama pants. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's this kind of thing where like a lot of people that went to maybe, um, you know,
0: uh, what's a college um I, i'm yeah. blanking i can't think of a yeah, single college know. Just make, Fuck. One up. make one up
1: okay um cincinnati state um <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like those people move to the city and they're like yeah this is my campus like i own it like this is my mm-hmm. playground it's like this kind of thing where it's like have some respect i mean you know keith herring lived here
2: yeah <laughs> this is what I say when I see people in pajamas I'm like really? Keith Haring lives here
0: <laughs> and in many ways he still does through yeah. his art yes <laughs> through the through the
1: Keith Haring Estates collaboration with Uniqlo
2: <laughs> the thing that uh, makes me laugh about pajama pants out in the world uh, is you know oh well they're more they're just so comfortable as if they're wearing pants that are so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. that, that they just cannot stand to wear them out you know so what's up with your pants if they're so uncomfortable that you have to go out in pajamas because right. yeah
1: for me the way around all of this is if i want to be comfortable outside i will put on exercise clothes and pretend i just exercised
2: mm-hmm.
1: at least have the have the courtesy to put on kind of an adidas track pant
2: Well, Uh
0: yeah, I do. I have tasteful, tasteful sweatpants that, uh, you know, some people just think are cool pants. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I do think that is the the right avenue to go. Uh, I I do, uh, you know, George knows where I'm going with this. Listeners may know how I feel about this. You know, there's something kind of erotic about sort of the the, the pajama pant when when a man wears it. You you, you wonder what's underneath those that flannel. You, you and often you don't have to wonder. And, and often there's nothing, and you can kind of see um, their genitals, which I like. And mm-hmm. also it, it it implies sort of a like a a dad suburban father like running out in the snow energy, and that is um, inherently hot to me.
2: Uh huh. So but don't you prefer
1: do a sweatpant for that rather than a flannel pajama pant? Uh
2: I
0: think pajama pant implies a different mood. I think sweatpant I'll take and it's more common. But to see a flannel is sort of like like a sweatpant that's been uh maybe even dragged up a little. Like they it's more specific and they really like that's a that's a father.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a dad.
1: That's a dad. Interesting. Mm. Anna, your rebuttal.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I, it's something I've always felt a deep, like aversion to, not, not in a like, how dare you do that, but just in a how can you do that if I'm in pajamas? You know, in my head, it's, it's also. I mean, I have sort of like a weird cleanliness sort of thing with it too where I'm like I wouldn't wear pants that I'm going to be like in bed with like wearing out to the bodega because I don't want right. just like, like you
1: wouldn't wear jeans to go to sleep
2: yeah <laughs> I don't want outside stuff on my indoor quote totally <laughs> you, know? you got house slippers you don't wear those outside they're for inside the house only
1: That's I literally have yeah I have house Birkenstocks and outdoor Birkenstocks
2: yeah and
0: I won't apologize for it and wow. you don't have to Honestly, I think some of you should be apologizing. That's too many Birkenstocks for one person. Like there's a lot of people in this nation that go without one pair of Birkenstocks. Meanwhile, you're hoarding two.
1: Well, it's one of the, it's that program buy one, uh, donate one, but I kept the other one.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Um
1: that's I'm try- self-love.
0: That's self-love. I okay, I speaking of Anna's point about them being indoor clothes, I that's kind of what it is. Is that it's like it's they're it's almost hot because it's like they're wearing underwear outside. In the mm-hmm. same way that like my greatest fantasy is like a dad wearing like an open robe and boxers running out to get the paper. Like how hot, you know? And <laughs> and so that's kind of what the the pajama pants are to me.
2: Uh-huh. You can place them, you can visualize them at home. This is what it would be like to be at home with this person.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, when I see someone in pajama pants, I'm like, oh my god are we at your
0: home? <laughs> I do love that every time I bring up what is hot about it, you guys are like, that's literally not what we're talking about. Please stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, right, right, right. To that point. Um... yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: huh?
2: Well, I'm fucking out of shit to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I... <laughs> you
0: No, know, Anna, long, long silences oh, in the podcast yeah. are natural because people know that we're thinking. Let me tell you <laughs> something. I, I the, of all the topics, <laughs>
1: Of all the topics we've done, this has to be the most specific one is wearing (laughs) flannel pants to run errands. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, for instance, in the the past, we've had, you know, let's say, um, you know, football or um, what's another one, Sam? Uh, I, you know, lakes, lakes, exactly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And this one is so specific, but that's what makes it so powerful. They're towering numbers. Exactly.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, I well, I have to say, sorry. Go ahead, Sam.
0: Well, I was, I don't know. I also, I always like get one pair of these fucking pajama pants for Christmas, and I literally never wear them. I have my tasteful sweatpants, and I'm not in a mental place where I'm ready to wear these flannel pajama pants. And yet, I keep getting them for Christmas, and then donating them the very next year uh drives me bonk a clock I mean, wait i
2: feel like we should to you. like yeah uh,
0: george has heard this uh, you know i don't like to I, I i get silent around my family i don't like to give critique i it, it mm-hmm. everyone I, I keep the peace i
1: <laughs> here's what i think you should do send them this episode and be like maybe there's something in this for you and they'll hear that yeah. you don't like the, yeah. the pajama pants.
2: I'm really proud of this episode. It would mean a lot to me if you listen to it.
0: Yeah, and then be
2: like, <laughs> oh, to try wait to listen an around and I can't yeah. pants. I don't like.
0: <laughs> they call me crying, and they're like, "We know that you think flannel pajamas are hot, and we're so happy you told us." Like we, the fact that they're no. like underwear for dads is like, <laughs> we're so proud of you for letting us know that. And I'm like, and then they're like, "We stopped listening right after you said that," yeah. and I'm like, "No." Yeah. Um, wow! Any final thoughts on walking to this? What's the official phrasing?
2: Going to a bodega in flannel sweatpants that are rolled at the waist.
1: Okay, great. Is that?
0: Okay, that is not the phrasing that we agreed no, upon. No, 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 no.
1: I like that. I like <laughs> that. Here's my final thoughts on it. One time, so um, we can I can tell this is
0: going to be a good wrap-up.
1: <laughs> one time when before my family moved back to Greece. Um, when when we were in New Jersey, one time it was I saw a really cool guy at my school wearing slippers that had the Notre Dame, like the 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 University of Notre Dame, as the Americans say, logo on them. So it was two slippers, and they had the ND on them, and I thought that was like, I guess, what the cool kids were doing. So I literally went out, bought those exact slippers, had never watched college football in my life, and then, of course, knew that my parents would not let me wear slippers in school, brought them in my backpack, and then put on these Notre Dame slippers in school so I could like seem cool. And then um, a teacher looked at me in the middle of class and was like, are you wearing slippers? And then I felt really embarrassed. And it turns out that the guy only was wearing them because it was like after school and it was more casual.
2: Uh, to what be fair... It- you Tell go me. Anna,
1: you go. <laughs> wow, I've really like messed up the messed up the momentum.
2: Um when the teacher said are you wearing slippers, what did you say? It like yeah and you changed them or you were like yeah and you kept wearing them?
1: I kept wearing them. I didn't change them in the middle of class.
2: Yeah. You could have you could have said no and, and pretended to be tying them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe I should have done that.
0: um To be fair, it sounds like the kid that ch- brought slippers to change into after school is the weird one.
2: Yeah, why? I you know, but I think school. i have like, school's done, so now I can finally put on my comfortable clothes and just chill around <laughs> school.
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm like, did he end up going to jail? Hold on,
2: why did he go to jail? Because,
0: because there's this they really strict rule. It,
1: Wait, I'm literally looking him up because I want to know what he's up to right now. There's
0: this really strict rule in New Jersey that you're not allowed to wear slippers in school. That's why that (laughs) teacher was asking George.
2: Oh, there he is. is The the precursor to pajamas in class in college, which of course leads to uh, the, the flannel pants at the bodega.
0: Wow. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, I did. I wore slippers around when I was in college. I did wear slippers to class. They were like tasteful. Yeah. Okay, I have amazing news. Oh. He lives in Hoboken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of
1: you. Wait, I have even more amazing news.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes, please. He's married to a surgeon. Woo! Hey, you know. Sometimes being married to a surgeon is a prison all its own. (laughs) Mm.
1: I'm really proud of her. Also, she seems to be a surgeon influencer.
0: Oh. Whoa. That's That's kind of a new genre.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Why? I think she, like, is peddling some kind of, like, weird products. Oh, no. I think she's, like, one of those doctors that's, like, doctor approved this Um, thing that you burn your stomach with to lose weight. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Good for her.
2: No, that's weird. (laughs) I think it's weird. I think it's weird when people that are already doing something where they make, you know, have a good salary are like then also like, oh, I'm going to get into the influencer business and make more money trying to convince people to buy shit that they don't need. Wow. Um,
0: You really went off.
2: Humble brag much?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I am confused why like isn't being a surgeon hard enough i guess part of me is like is she lying about being a surgeon to peddle these wares
1: maybe this is maybe she got she got into medical school did her degree became a surgeon decided she really doesn't like it the hours are too long so now she's trying really hard to make the switch yeah to influence her Uh okay this is we're catching her we're kind of catching her in this transitional
0: phase
2: yeah where
1: she's surgeon by day influencer by night
0: yeah I'm not a surgeon not yet a peddler of wares Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) this is a serial season four figuring out what this girl's deal
2: is
0: (laughs) Um, should we do our final
1: segment let's do it sorry I'm trying to find a shirtless pic of this guy why I don't know because he's hot okay I x'd out of it okay he he was hot then too I mean I wouldn't think that now (laughs)
2: Well,
0: now I know why you wore the slippers. You were trying to get in with this guy.
1: Yeah. No, he was, like, older and was, like, a friend of mine's older brother.
0: That sounds I... hot.
1: It was yeah. hot. <laughs> it was very hot when I copied him and he had no idea who I was. <laughs> um, George, will you explain the final segment? You're so good at it. Okay. <laughs> Anna, in our final segment called um, Shoutouts... We pay tribute to one of the foundational aspects of straight culture, which is radio shout outs. Imagine you're in TRL and you're looking down at the people that are there and you are giving a shout out to your friends back home. Um, the end. And Sam, you can go first.
0: I don't have one. Okay. What's up, listeners? My name's Sam, and I'm coming at you from New York, New York. And I just want to give a quick shout out to whales. I went on a whale watch recently, and it was simply to die for. Whales are so big and they move so slow, and you gotta respect that. I love whales. I love the ocean. Sometimes I think I would love to live in the water. When I was a kid, I read the book Animorphs, and I was like, this is incredible. And I wish I could touch a dolphin and absorb its being and then turn into one and swim along the whales. I don't want to be a whale because I don't think I can handle the pressure of being so majestic because that's exactly what they are. What's up, whales? I love you. XOXO. Sam. Woo. Woo. Um,
1: that was really, very, really, really powerful, but I still don't have one. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. <clears> okay. <throat> <laughs> What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to in tennis, when the players grunt when they hit the ball. Woo! I think that it's when it's women, it's empowering. And when it's men, it's sexual. And I Woo! really like that. And that's kind of the um, only binary I am comfortable with. I said it. And uh, I think it's also really fun when the two players that are playing have different grunts. So you hear kind of, uh, 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 uh. I feel like that's really cool. And if you close your eyes, you can imagine that they're doing something different. Um, so that's all I have to say. Thank you, shout out. Woo!
0: Okay, Anna, whenever you're ready.
2: Well, first of all, I just want to say, Carson, thank you for the opportunity. Uh to <laughs> give a big shout out to my friends and family in Nevada. Hello, but you never thought you'd see me here. It's been years. Oh, well, finally I turned up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to none other than Lockheed Martin and Raytheon for keeping my country safe. Thank you for protecting American interests, not only at home, but also abroad. Yeah. Woo!
1: We, this podcast is uh, on record as being a huge fan of Raytheon.
0: Yeah. yeah, Lockheed Martin, of course we have our issues with, but you know, we, know, we do know they're doing great work.
1: Sam has some issues. I'm actually no notes for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's the political one.
0: Uh-huh. I Yeah, that's always so true. I'm the horny political one, and George is the one that has a job that I don't know what it is, so I say he just is a professor at Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, Anna, thank you so much for doing our podcast. Anna, it's what a funny. treat. What a blessing. I'm going to now go and
1: look up photos of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay. Bye.
2: I guess Wait, bye. Wait, Anna,
1: don't leave. <laughs>